Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Cold Brew Crimes. I'm Alicia. And I'm Sierra. And this is case number 13. I feel like we were just doing case one, like, I know. the other day when we had to retake, like, 15 times. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I can't <laughs> believe, because I was thinking about um, the Scott and Lacey case, per usual, and, um... <laughs> And I was like, damn, we're on case number 13. And that's not even 13 episodes because we have some, like, two, two-parters. two mm-hmm. So it's like, we've been doing this for a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, November? Yeah, we st- November is yeah. when we released our first episode. Um, So today we're doing Eileen Warnos. Since you said you did not know about any women serial killers <laughs> or women killers. Um, have you ever watched Snapped? Do you want me to lie? <laughs> <laughs> Most of those no. are women who, like, killed their partners. Usually good for them. No, I've never seen I'm it. just kidding. <laughs> I've been watching Dateline a lot. Clearly. I remember you used to run in my room talking about, oh my god, like, we didn't be in, like, the middle of a conversation, and you're like, what? He just did that? How'd that happen? I'm like, wait, what? What are you even talking about? Oh, I do that to Andrew <laughs> all the time, because I have my my AirPod in while I'm cooking, and I'm like, oh, I just tell him, like, random facts about whatever case, and he's like, okay. <laughs> um, well I used it. to listen to the Dateline podcast I still do but that's what I used to listen to at work mm-hmm. and um but now I've been watching it because it's on Peacock oh it is on Peacock I seen it the other day when I was trying to rewatch Vampire Diaries for like so the 30th like, time yeah I've been laying in my room in the dark watching Dateline it's been soothing because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched any like true crime shows in a long time like I usually just listen to the podcast about them because I don't like watching them like ar- around my son mm-hmm but whenever he's, like, because he's pretty, like, self-sufficient, occupied now. So I'm, like, I can sneak away and, like, watch some Dateline in the dark. <laughs> anyway, nothing to do with this week. Um, I didn't I didn't watch anything about this. But there are many women serial killers around the world and even more women who kill that are not serial killers. I made a little list. <laughs> so Myra Hindley... We talked about her in the Twilight Murders, because remember, people compared Kim to Myra? Yes. Because both of them happened in Britain. Yes. So, Myra is known as Britain's most evil woman. That's the one who killed five children with her partner, Ian Brady, the Moores murders. I don't know if we'll ever cover them, because kids. <laughs> but... What the hell? Um, another serial killer who was a woman was Carla Homolka. She killed three people, including her sister, with her partner, Paul Bernardo. Actually, I'm pretty sure she let Paul kill her sister for, like, a Christmas gift or something. Like, that was his gift, was that he got to, like, rape and kill her sister. Um, and that was in Canada. They were called the Ken and Barbie killers. Because she was blonde. But she, I don't, I think they were ugly, so. A gift? Of yeah, to, to your partner. What? Hey, babe, love you, you can kill my sister. Like, what the fuck? So that was in Canada. Um, and then another woman serial killer was Dorothea Puente. That was in the 1980s. She murdered nine people and stole their social security checks. So she ran like boarding houses or a boarding house. Mm-hmm. And she would like um, kill the kill people. I'm pretty sure it was older people like that she had to take care of. And mm-hmm. then um, steal their checks. What the heck? There was another lady. I think her name was Velma Barfield. She used to poison people and then steal their money. She even poisoned and killed her mom. Um, yeah. 
So there's just some women serial killers for <laughs> I've you. I've never heard of these people a day in my life. <laughs> I figured. Do you know who Eileen Warnos is? No. Okay. Well, I decided to cover her this week. Um, she's known as America's first woman serial killer. But technically, in the 1700s, there was a woman who was hanged for her crimes. Her name was Lavina Fisher. Um, but many people don't believe that she was actually a serial killer. But then other people do. So... But Eileen is known to be America's first woman serial killer. Famous. For the wrong reasons. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Our guest star wants to come in. All right, there. <laughs> he looks so weird without his clothes on. He does look weird without his clothes on. And you know the other night, um, <clears throat> Andrew's mom had came over and I guess accidentally let him out. And like 15 minutes went by and he like wasn't sitting by me and I was like, where's the dog? And I was like, oh, maybe he's, like, laying on his bed because he has a bed in our room. And sometimes he goes in there. And then, like, 20 minutes after that, we got a thing on the ring. And it was, like, a cream-colored toy poodle running around with a blue sweater by this road. And I, Fucking so I, bear. I looked at Andrew and I was like, is bear outside? <laughs> and he looked at the ring thing and he was like, ah. Oh. So he had to go get him. And this fucking lady was trying to steal him. Isn't that what happened last time you lost him, too, when you were coming down my road? No, that night, he was just wandering. I think someone else tried to steal your dog, No, though. like, a couple years ago, he had... Because sometimes, like, he just likes to walk around, you know? Whatever. He comes back. But there were these girls, because there's, like, an Airbnb down the street, and these girls were staying there, and they, like, saw him and took him inside and, like, bathed him and everything, and then they were getting ready to leave in the morning. But then my mother-in-law had, like, was riding her bike around the neighborhood, like, looking for him, and the girls were like, oh, is this your dog? And she was like, my daughter-in-law is, like, having a mental breakdown in the yard. Can I please have her dog back? Like, They're like, oh, he was just so cute. I'm like, why the fuck were you trying to steal my dog? So then the other night, the lady had him in the car, and she, like, looked at Andrew, and she was like, I can't believe he doesn't have a collar on or some shit like he that. He comes and I'm like, back. He doesn't, like, walks. He doesn't even have a leash. He has a collar, but I don't know where it is. He walks himself. And she's like, he's just so cute. And then she was, like, trying to question Andrew, like, if it was his dog. He was like, look at his right eye. He's blind. Give him that fucking dog. Look at the beady eyes. <laughs> look at his Ted eyes. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, so now his sweater has to get washed because he went adventuring. <laughs> anyway, back to our fun case. <laughs> so Eileen Carol Pittman was born on February 29th, 1956 in Rochester, Michigan. Her parents, Diane Warnos and Leo Pittman, separated before she was born and were both teenagers. So I saw it said that they got divorced. But then I saw that they were teenagers, so I don't know if they were ever actually married. I mean, it was, like, 19, in the 50s, so I don't know. <laughs> Back then, you know, people used to get married at 13. Um, <clears throat> but, so they separated before before Eileen was born. I think, obviously, while her mom was pregnant. Um, and then Diane eventually abandoned Eileen and her older brother, Keith, leaving Diane's parents, which were Eileen's grandparents, mm-hmm. to legally adopt and raise both children. So, her dad, like, dipped out, and then her mom dipped out, but luckily, her grandparents adopted her, sort of. Eileen did not know her father, Leo, but he would later be convicted of child molestation and killed himself while in custody of for his crimes. Yeah, he, like, killed himself in, in jail. How so. do you even do that? Oh, well, it's 1950s. Dude, we're going to have to find someone from 1950s and tell them to come sit in here and we're going to have to ask them questions. 
What about the 1950s? Yeah. We're going to have to ask them <laughs> questions about it. Because how? Like, you're not allowed to have, like, sharp objects in I jail. mean, he could probably hang himself with some shoelaces or something. Shoelaces are that strong? I know nowadays they take your shoelaces in jail. You don't get shoelaces. They give you jail slippers. He agreed. Bear. You just need a doggy door to where you can come in <laughs> as he pleases. So, Eileen grew up near Troy, Michigan, with her grandparents raising her. Her older brother, Keith, and her two adoptive siblings were, which were her biological aunt and uncle. But, you know, they were being raised as siblings. Yeah. Um, around age 10, Eileen discovered that her parents were actually her biological grandparents, which added a lot more tension into the home. So, like, she found out that they weren't actually her parents, they were her grandparents. Yeah. And um, she was already kind of an asshole, by age 10 so finding this out didn't help apparently because she was already known to have like an explosive temper so this just added like fuel to the fire and the media draws a lot of attention to this comparing eileen to ted bundy um since both were being raised by biological grandparents whom they thought were their parents we're going to talk about ted a few more times in this because there's a lot of comparisons (laughs) um but yeah I mean, technically, yeah, they were both kind of in the same situation, except Ted's mom was, he was being raised to think that that was his sister. Yeah. And then she eventually, like, took him away and, like, you know. But, um. I could see where it would draw attention, though, because, like, you're growing up calling them, like, mom and dad, but they're really, like, grandma and grandma. Grandparents, yeah. And, I mean, that's a hard thing. Even for, like, kids who aren't adopted by family, just kids who are adopted in general, like, I'm. Like, where are my parents? Yeah, like, sometimes, I guess it can be easy, but I feel like most of the time it's probably, like, a hard conversation, but probably even more so when you're 10 and you're already a fucking asshole, so. (laughs) It probably wasn't a good time. (laughs) Eileen's grandfather was reported to be physically abusive. Eileen claimed he had sexually abused her as a child, and it's reported he made her watch as he drowned a kitten in their kitchen. Another similarity to Ted whose grandfather was reported to be sexually and physically abusive. Drown a kitten in the kitchen? Yeah, and he made her watch. Hell no, I would have shut my eyeballs. Maybe she liked it. (laughs) But yeah, so people compare that too because Ted's grandpa was a fucking asshole and there were rumors that he could have actually been his father due to rape and stuff like that. So, I don't know. People just like to compare serial killers, honestly, but I mean... There are similarities. It's reported that from a very young age, Eileen exhibited inappropriate sexual behavior. At 11 years old, Eileen had started offering sexual favors to boys that she knew in exchange for beer, money, or cigarettes. Why do 11-year-olds have beer, money, or cigarettes? I mean money, okay, but like, why do you have beer and cigarettes at Just 11? Just like the, the drugs uh, from what's name? Tyler Hadley? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. I was not doing that shit at 12. Um, So she eventually started running away from home and committing crimes and even ended up in juvenile detention centers. So by 11, she was like not on a super great path. To be fair, though, her life has been shitty. Yeah, from the start. Like your parents are pieces of shit. You're being raised by your grandparents who your grandfather might be a piece of shit. Like, so, you know. No positive interactions. (laughs) Yeah, she's not having anything good going on. At age 14, Eileen was sent to Detroit, to a Detroit home for unwed mothers as she was pregnant. 
Eileen gave birth to a baby boy in March of 1971, and he was put up for adoption. Eileen later claimed that this pregnancy was a result of rape, and it was rumored that the father of the baby was a friend of her grandfather. There's another similarity between her and Ted's case, because, you know, Ted's mom was sent to the... Bless you, Bear. Ted's mom was sent to the home for unwed mothers when she was pregnant with Ted, and that's where he was born. But she gave her son up for adoption. She did not bring him home. I wouldn't bring him home either. Not with all that crap she got going on at the house. That's a lot for a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. To be, like, pregnant and then sent away and then have to give your baby up. Like, even if it's something you're choosing to do, it's still a hard decision. After the birth, Eileen returned home. She dropped out of school and was bouncing between her house, sleeping in the woods, and juvenile detention centers. So she was, like, all over the fucking place. Um, Eileen's grandmother, who had struggled with alcoholism, passed away from cirrhosis of the liver on July 7th, 1971. So, like, right after she got back, basically. Um, And at this point, her grandfather refused to care for 15-year-old Eileen any longer. In March of 1976, Eileen's grandfather committed suicide, and Eileen did not attend his funeral. By that time, she was already in Florida. Oh, yeah, this takes place in Florida, by the way. Great. <laughs> we're back in, we're back in Florida. <laughs> um, so by May of 1976, Eileen had made her way across the country to Florida. She married a 69-year-old man. She was 20, by the way. Um, and his name was Louis Gratzfell. He was apparently a wealthy man. Um, so it could have been good for her. But the marriage was annulled in July of 1976 after just nine weeks. And they had actually separated after four weeks. It just took nine weeks for the annulment. <laughs> um, Fell stated that Eileen had a violent and ungovernable temper. She had beaten him with his cane. But she stated that he had attacked her first. And this was found to be untrue. So he was like, this bitch is violent. Get me the fuck away from her. <laughs> How are you going to, number one, beat someone with their own damn cane? <laughs> your 69-year-old husband, and you're beating him with his damn cane. That's fucked up. I'll leave your ass, too. <laughs> the same month, her nine-week marriage ended. Eileen's brother, Keith, passed away from esophageal cancer. Eileen received $10,000 from his life insurance. In 1978, Eileen attempted suicide by shooting herself in the stomach. Between ages 14 to 22, she had attempted suicide six times. So now, both of her grandparents are dead. It must run in, like, the blood. Because her grandfather committed suicide, right? Yeah. The grandma was the only one that died of the cancer. No, she died of cirrhosis of her liver due to alcoholism. Her brother died of cancer. I want to say someone died of cancer. Her life was pretty miserable, so I'm not surprised that she was trying to get away from it, I guess. Um, But in the mid-1970s, Eileen was arrested for assault, disturbing the peace, and disorderly conduct. In the 1980s, she served time after she drunkenly attempted to rob a convenience store, and apparently she did this while she was wearing a bikini. (laughs) So... Typical Florida things. <laughs> I live where you vacation. <laughs> that is, like, not a shocking story to come out of Florida. Like, woman arrested for robbing a convenience store in a bikini. Like, or you got the ones with the bikini and the ankle monitor on? <laughs> yeah. Those are the best ones. Yeah. 
So her criminal record also included forged checks, resisting arrest, theft, and drunk driving. Probably some other stuff because she started using many aliases. So some of her crimes have been committed under these various names. So there's probably more stuff that she did, but it was like under these random ass names. You know, it's the 50s, so I don't know. No, this is the 70s, 80s. 90s and today. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I don't know what year we're in. I just know we're in Florida. Um, in June of 1986, she started calling herself Lee, and she'd met a 24-year-old woman at a gay bar. At a gay bar, and, and um, her name was Tyria Moore. I think it's Tyria. I don't know if it's Tyria or Tyria. Yeah. She was how old at this time? Sure question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> in 1986. You're supposed to know these. She was, um, like, she was 20 in 1976, so she was like 30 then, right? Yeah. And she started dating a 24-year-old woman. They met at a gay bar. Which is cool. They had those back then in the 80s. They still have them now, don't they? I think they do. Yes. But like for the... Well, I guess the 80s. I was thinking the 50s again. They definitely did not have them in the 50s. <laughs> um. So they began an intense four-and-a-half-year relationship and the couple moved in together and moved around Florida a lot, bouncing between apartments, motels, and various mobile home communities. So they, like, you know, were living. Not stably, but living. Tyria held a job um, as a housekeeper or a maid while Eileen engaged in sex work along the Florida highways. Nice. Sexually active. <laughs> I don't know why she just didn't become a maid as well. Because Eileen was reported to be very possessive over Tyria and did not like her communicating with people at work. So she didn't want her talking to anybody, but you're out here, like, fucking random men. <laughs> for money. <laughs> Which, like, nothing against people who do sex work. I'm just... It's it's Eileen, so... We sell feet pics now. We don't do sex work. <laughs> we sell feet pics. I mean, I'm sure some people do. <laughs> but... It's just because it's her. Like, how are you going to tell your partner, like, I don't want you communicating with anyone. Your job is literally to but communicate you're with people. Ass. What are you talking about? Like, Mm-mm. Yeah. If it was anyone else, you know, but Eileen's kind of a piece of shit, so. Um, <clears throat> during this relationship is actually when Eileen's crimes took a murderous turn. So, Tyria would eventually turn against her lover and help authorities catch her for her crimes. Within one year, from 1989 to 1990, Eileen would murder seven middle-aged men near highways in North and Central Florida. So what she do? Clap ass and kill them? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, seven people within a year. She's like topping Ted's numbers. I don't even remember Ted's numbers. All I, I just... I try not to let him live <laughs> rent-free in my head like you do. How does that work for you? <laughs> I try not to think about him. He has a permanent spot on my homepage on Safari because I look him up so much. Just put him in the background. And no. That's like bad luck. I see his face in my mind all the time. I think that's enough. <laughs> I know the whole time I was doing this case, everything I was reading, they were like, just like Ted Bundy. And I was like, why? <laughs> why? I'm not trying to talk about him. I know. I was like, I have to bring him up again this week. I think I bring him up every episode. <laughs> you have ever since we started. I mean, he's like one of the most famous serial killers, okay? 
These are all his children. He was charming. <laughs> beady ass eyeballs. He did have beady eyes. Like Bear. It's okay, Bear. You don't. He just ran into the chair. <laughs> you see me sitting here, like, waving my hand at him earlier like he could see Like me. he could see you. <laughs> That's why I'm like, dumbass, you can't can see. It's okay. Someone, like, tripped over him the other day and like, oh, sorry, Bear, I didn't see you. And I was like, he didn't see you either. Oh, I didn't see you either. <laughs> That's why I walked into your feet. <laughs> Poor guy. I wish, like, I don't know. I was going to say, I wish I had, like, glasses for dogs, but I guess that doesn't matter because he's completely blind. Poor bear. He's just living. He's fine. <laughs> so, a 51-year-old repair shop owner named Richard Mallory was last seen on November 30th, 1989. Richard's body was found on December 13th, 1989 in an illegal dumping site in the woods. He'd been shot multiple times in his chest. So, this was her first victim. Six times? You said he was shot six times? I said multiple times. <laughs> I don't know how many times. Oh, you heard that? <laughs> oh, it's because I read the next one. Oh. That's why. I was like, where did you get this? <laughs> hear my stomach? Yeah. Eat, bitch. Damn. 43-year-old construction worker David Spears was found in June of 1990 with six gunshots in his torso. Why does she do so many gunshots? I mean, unless her aim's shit. Uh, because she's an asshole. Unless she just likes it's my only solution. <laughs> um, I don't honestly. I don't really fucking know what her problem was. Um, later we'll find out her claims for murdering seven men for no reason. She was caught for these, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank God. So, a forty-year-old part-time rodeo worker, Charles Karskaden, went missing on May thirty-first, nineteen ninety, and his remains were found on June sixth, nineteen ninety. He'd suffered nine gunshots to his chest and stomach. How cool would it be to be a fucking rodeo worker? I thought you were going to say to have nine gunshots in your chest and stomach. I would say, I don't know. I don't think that would be cool at all. I think Well, because be- I was, like, you were reading and I was lagging behind. <laughs> no, to be like a rodeo worker. I want to work at a rodeo. You want to sweep or... Yeehaw! <laughs> you want to freaking scoop up bullshit? I mean, I deal with bullshit anyways. So. There's other jobs you could do. What, be the clown in the middle of the arena? <laughs> Fuck that no. would be me. That bull would te- that bull would tear me up. I'm not a runner. I'm not either from I would fucking trip. <laughs> <laughs> <You're running too. laughs> I trip on some bullshit. I'm gonna look up rodeo jobs and see what else you can do. <laughs> <laughs> on August fourth, nineteen ninety, five days after he was reported missing, fifty year old salesman Troy Burress was found murdered with two gunshots in his torso. Yeah, so she's just killing people for no fucking reason. She's having fun with a gun. How the fuck does she it's get all... a gun? She's a criminal. Bro, this is the 19-something. We're in the 90s. Yeah, but she could have got it before then. Unless she got it from that 69-year-old man or however old he was. 60-year-old. What, her first victim? Yeah. The 51-year-old? No, the her husband for four weeks. I don't think he would have gave her a gun. She beat him with her with his cane. I, I think if he had a gun, she probably would have shot well, him. Well, I mean, too. she used to clap ass, so she could have got it from anybody. I, I guess there's I guess ways to obtain it. I hear your kid running around the store. He's fine. <laughs> um, I guess there's ways to illegally obtain a, a gun, but like, what the fuck, Eileen? Who gave you a firearm? It is Florida, too, so I don't even know why I'm talking. <laughs> um, 
So Charles Richard Dick Humphreys was a 56-year-old child abuse investigator. He was found on September 12th, 1990 with multiple gunshots to his head and torso. She has an obsession with the torsos. <sighs> She's a freak. Not a good way. I don't like Eileen. <laughs> 60-year-old truck driver and re- reserve police officer Walter Antonio was found on November 9th, 1990 with four gunshots to his head and back. So she shot him in the back. At least this one wasn't the torso. Also, I realized that the last, like, three episodes I have not shown you any pictures <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just going to these things. Blind. I sent them to you like days later. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll show you when we're you, done. <laughs> you sent me the one last time. I'm like, dude, this is way over now. It was like five days after. I was but like, I, I think, never sent them to Sierra. No, but I already told you that I knew who she was. Oh yeah, because you looked her up. But I don't know who the hell this one was though. I'll show you. She pretty at least. No, she was ugly. <laughs> she looked like a mole rat. Let's stop judging people. On I was podcast. gonna say, let me not be judgy. Every, everyone is beautiful in their own way. Look at way. you. You get a gold star today. I'm Yay. So, <laughs> so during this time, Eileen would return home with various possessions to pawn and vehicles that she claimed she was borrowing. Red flag. This is how she got the gun. Ted flag. Um, Eileen used her various aliases when pawning items, so it made tracking her even harder. So she would just come home from work with like all of this random shit. And be like, oh yeah, let's go pawn it. And then she would just come home with random fucking cars and be like, oh, I'm borrowing it. Just random cars? If I'm your girlfriend, you're coming home with this shit, I'm suspicious. Yeah, you better come home in the same damn car. Because who is letting you borrow their car? And I don't know what they're doing with, like, it's not like she's giving it back to the person. Like, what are you doing with the cars? You better park that shit down the road and walk your happy ass the other mile. No one knew you'd figure it out. Though. This just doesn't make any sense to me. She was not smart. But how's her girlfriend not like... She's probably scared of her. Or she's involved. My stomach said yes. A lot of people think that it was both of them. You know, it's funny. On Monday... Um, so my mother-in-law listens to our podcast on Mondays when she's at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, she must have been listening to it on Monday because she texted me like in the middle of the day. And she texted me a picture of Eileen Warnos, and she was like, woman serial killer. And I was like, that's who we're covering this week. <laughs> I mean, she might have been helping. I don't know. We'll talk- I mean, she was probably scared. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in a little bit. To be continued. She could have beat Eileen's ass, I think. In July of 1990, authorities were examining the vehicle of missing persons, Peter Simons. I think it's Seams or Seams. Seams. Peter had gone missing the previous month and witnessed described seeing Eileen and Tyria leaving his car. A print off of the door also matched Eileen's. Did I just call her Tyra or did I say Tyria? And you said Tyria. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I know we couldn't decide what her name was actually said. So. I think it's Tyria. I didn't listen. Like, normally I listen to, like, some stuff where I watch some shows, but this time I just did, like, actual just research so i didn't hear anyone saying their names i know i've heard people say eileen like eileen's name before but i it was a long time ago i'm pretty sure it's eileen it may be aileen so it's either eileen or aileen i don't i don't know i might be saying it wrong but if i am it's fine 
people say my name wrong. My, people say my name wrong all the time. So, <laughs> so they say my name Sarah, Syria. So Sarah. Yeah, I have like thirty thousand. In the fall of 1990, reports that authorities were looking for two females suspected of the murder prompted Tyria to free from Florida, leaving Eileen behind. So, the witnesses had came forward and they were like, oh, we saw these two women getting out of this car, which was Peter's car. Mm -hmm. So, then they were like, okay, there has to be two women behind the murder because there's two of them coming out of the car. Yeah, technically you would have been a, what's it called? Suspect. accessory yeah yeah something like that or well yeah they were both suspects and there's a sketch i i did find those and they're next to like the picture of each of them they're pretty spot on for um sketches <laughs> damn i wouldn't be able to do that the sketches i'd be too stressed because you got to get like every mark written i think it's yeah because it's hard because it's someone describing the person to you and you have to so picture like, it and then they have it. brown eyes okay well i'm drawing with a pencil so that does me no fucking good <laughs> They have, they have this, like, I don't know, it's, it would be hard, <clears throat> but the people who do it are pretty talented, usually. Sometimes the drawings look like kindergartners drew it, but... They tried. In January of 1991, Eileen was arrested for the last report bar... No. Resort bar... <laughs> at the... <laughs> Eileen was arrested at the last resort bar in Port Orange, Florida, on an outstanding charge. Police tracked down... Tyria, who is now in Pennsylvania, she agreed to gather evidence against Eileen to avoid prosecution. So she got the fuck out of Florida. Yeah, she said deuces. Where's Port Orange? I was just about to ask you, do you know where that is? No. Me either. It's in northern or central Florida. <laughs> we live in South Florida. So. I was gonna say I think I'm in South because I'm as like you said northern or you said eastern, right? Northern or central? Northern is like Jacksonville and shit. Yeah, because when you said that, I was picturing 95 and which way I go. I don't so know I anything south. about central Florida. <laughs> I just know where things in south Florida are. If it's not south, don't talk to me. <laughs> and I barely know that because we we discovered that in the Brandy episode where we named 85 different places in Florida and I've been to none. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, later that month... Oh, so Tyria, yeah, so she agreed to gather evidence against Eileen to avoid prosecution. So I think they were going to prosecute her for involvement in, the in like, the murder. As she should. She was in the car, wasn't she? Or what, you said she got out the car. They were in the car, but I but remember Eileen was bringing stuff home and being like, oh, I'm borrowing this from a friend. So she couldn't, she may have not known. Where did she put the cars? At their house, I guess, or wherever they're living. Oh, so after, I forgot, um, after... Eileen murdered Richard Mallory, her first victim. Mm -hmm. She went home and supposedly told Tyria, I shot a guy last night. Like, Tyria says that. She was like, yeah, she told me this the next day. So she knew of at least one person. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if maybe she was involved. And maybe she just was never prosecuted because she made this deal to gather evidence to avoid prosecution. So she could have been involved in at least some of the murder. She was at least aware of them. But wouldn't her, wouldn't Eileen's fingerprints be in the vehicle? They'd be in the vehicle when they looked. Because I know she ain't that good at cleaning. Yeah, remember they matched a, a, a print on the door handle. I mean, unless she was smart and drove it with like gloves or something on it. Well, I mean, what's her name could have been, I, I'm not going to pronounce her name right. I think it's Tyria. <laughs> I think since she's a maid, she probably had, Eileen probably had her clean the vehicles out. But why would you be doing that? I guess if you're like, oh, I borrowed my friend's car. Can you clean it before I give it back? But then where are you bringing the cars? Because you're not giving it back. The person's dead. 
Unless she like sets that shit on fire or something. No, because they found the car. At least this one. Did they say where they found all the bodies at? Unless she no, I was gonna say she can't even say that like stage. They were like in wooded areas. Unless she sold them. I don't know. I just want to know, like, how much Tyria was involved. Like, were you, I don't think she was committing the murders. Like, it was Eileen committing the murders. But, like, did she know about them? Or did she just know about the one? Maybe Eileen was like, oh, this guy did this to me, so I shot him last night. And that was that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe she said it was self-defense or something. Huh? <laughs> I would have been like, absolutely not. If your girlfriend came home and was like, this guy assaulted me, so I had to kill him in self-defense. No, we're going to the police station right now. We're going to go speak this out. I mean, yeah, same. But, um, I don't know. Not everyone has that. Don't be telling me that shit. You better kill me right after you tell me that. I'm not going down. Do not ever tell me that you killed anybody because I'll turn your ass in. Don't even tell me that you want to kill anybody. I'll turn your fucking ass in. I was somewhere, and I think I said... I don't even remember where I was at. And this guy was, uh, I think I was at Walmart. Of course. Like, oh my God, you know, I could kill this person. I was like, please don't. You're going to be in my next podcast video. And I just kept walking. Oh, they're probably like, this fucking weirdo. They probably thought you were on drugs. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why, but like after work, I get like all this energy. I think it's because dealing Oh, with- was it on Wednesday? I saw you were at Walmart on Wednesday. God, you're so <laughs> <stalker>. <laughs> To be fair, I went to track to see yes. where my sister was and I saw you and I was like, oh, what's Sierra doing? <laughs> yeah, I was at Walmart on Wednesday. My sister was at Walmart today, and then I, I was on my way to Walmart, and I was like, are you still at Walmart? She was like, I just left. I was like, I'm pulling in now. <laughs> I live at Walmart. I swear to God I do. If it's not me at Walmart, it's my mother. I love Walmart. I love the Walmart. <laughs> Save money a little better. It's all we have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. The fair is coming. I think St. Lucy's is already here. Right? I'm, not, I'm not going to St. Lucy. <laughs> the ShopRite Festival is... In Plant City. No, the 25th or the 10th, right? Yeah, I told Andrew to take me, but it's like two hours away. <laughs> well, you better tell Andrew to step on the gas pump. I don't think he's going to take me. I really want to go. You want to go? <laughs> anyway, it's not what we're here for. <laughs> um, later that month, Eileen admitted to the murders in a phone call with Tyria. So they were like recording the calls. And um, so Eileen claimed that she committed her crimes because she was desperate. <laughs> you almost said it right, but then you hesitated. She was desperately in love and wanted them to stay together. Yeah. That makes zero fucking sense, Eileen. None. Why are you killing people to be with your partner? They weren't threatening your relationship. Why wouldn't the Miss T be the one to leave? It doesn't make any fucking sense. If you're going to kill somebody, that's going to make me leave, Eileen. You can't kill people to be with me. I will leave you. She's a liar. So after this phone call, Eileen ended up confessing to all seven murders on a video recording confession. And like this was against advice from counsel. Like her counsel was like, do not fucking do this. And she did it anyway. Mm-mm. So... She's a liar, though, so we'll see that in a minute. <laughs> the media and public were completely fascinated by this case, mostly due to the nature of the crimes and media descriptions of Eileen as the country's first female serial killer. Media gave her the name Damsel of Death. I almost does distress. 
damsel of distress <laughs> well she's causing a lot of distress so i've never heard her referred to as the damsel of death until i did this research to be fair i, I really haven't paid much attention to her i really her don't crimes. know people come up with these names <laughs> my friend sent me this thing the other day and they're like we need to stop giving serial killers cool names we need to give them like bad names and one of them was like the micro penis killer or something <laughs> like why are we giving these people cool names like the night stalker Twilight. The, the Twilight Murders, Damsel of Death. Like, that kind of sounds badass. <laughs> like, why are y'all giving them cool names? She's an asshole. Give her an asshole name. But, um, yeah, the media was going crazy. Because, of course, by this time, there have been plenty of serial killers, but they were all men. Yeah. So now this is a woman. It's not she extra famous. And they were comparing her to Teddy Boy. You know they had to. <laughs> So, The Damsel of Death. I think that's what I'm going to title this episode so nobody knows who it's about. <laughs> People might. I, I didn't correlate the two, but I don't, like I said, I don't know much about her. Um, Eileen was prosecuted for Richard Mallory's murder. During the January 1992 trial, Eileen claimed that she was raped and assaulted by him. Details that did not match her videotape confession. So during the trial, she was like, well, I killed him because he raped me and assaulted me. But like in her confession, that's not what she said. So she's a fucking liar. Yeah, clearly. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe so <clears throat> when she went home and told her girlfriend, oh, I killed this man tonight. Maybe she told her he raped and assaulted me. So I had to kill him. Yeah. So that's probably the first lie she was going. Back yeah. To. So but I, did she tell her about the rest of the murders? I mean, unless she's lied so many times, she just started believing her own lies about her lies maybe or you know if people who lie too much they forget what they've already said so then they tell a different lie yep that's why i don't lie because that's too much to remember if you're gonna lie you at least gotta be good at it i'm not i laugh (laughs) i do too i get nervous and i start fidgeting i just i don't want to have to remember all that shit i'll just tell you the truth that's why i could never murder anybody because i would tell myself did you kill sweat yes what'd you do last night i murdered someone please take me to jail (laughs) like i don't know how these people fucking do it Cuff me. <laughs> I would tell it myself instantly. <laughs> I feel After you so did it. guilty. Hey, um, uh, yeah, I just killed somebody at this street. I'm just gonna sit here and wait for you to come. You can just put me in handcuffs, take me. Yeah, no, I cannot <laughs> fucking do it. Even if it was in self defense, I feel like I would still feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how she did all this shit. So, um, so it was reported that Richard had previously served time for attempted sexual assault. But this detail was not discussed during the trial, um, and other sex workers were interviewed, and none of them could recount any violent encounters with Richard. So, I don't know if somehow Eileen knew about that, like, that he was previously, um, uh, like, he was previously convicted for attempted sexual assault, and maybe she was, like, she brought it up, Mm because she thought, but, I don't know, or maybe she was just fucking lying, and that's a basic ass excuse you know what i mean yeah um but that that was not brought up in trial so like during her trial they did not bring that up so the jury or whoever did not hear about that they just heard the actual facts of eileen's case not anything else but all the other sex workers were like no like he was kind it was fine like you know he was a regular customer he paid he did you know he was fine he He wasn't yeah like he wasn't aggressive (laughs) he wasn't violent so the jury found 35-year-old Eileen guilty of first-degree murder and robbery on January 27, 1992. The judge gave Eileen the death penalty on January 31st. 
Yeah, so you know how that law in Florida, how the the trial has to be separate from the penalty phase. So mm-hmm. that's why it was a few days apart. But so she got the death penalty for that. Two months later, Eileen pled no contest to the murder of Spears, Buras, and Humphreys. And then she submitted a guilty plea for the murders of Antonio and Carscadon. Yeah, Carscadon. So I don't know why she's pleading no contest to the other three. But she received the death penalty for each plea. Um, Peter Siam's body has never been found and Eileen was not charged with his murder. So she was only charged for two of them, but not the other three? It's So I don't know. It's confusing because it said for each plea. So I think she was found guilty for all of them. All seven. Or all all six technically she has seven victims but um she was never officially charged for peter's murder because his body was never found but they had the witnesses seeing her and her girlfriend in his car mm-hmm. plus her handprints on the car so they just put two and two but i guess they just didn't charge her with it because she didn't have a body but he is connected to her as a victim so yeah i think she was given the death penalty for all like all six of them I, I couldn't really find anything that, like, specified it. Just said each plea. But she technically pled for all of them because she ple- pled no contest and then pled guilty. Yeah. So, I don't know. Eileen initially maintained her statement that she killed her victims in self-defense, but later retracted this claim. Yeah, so at first she was like, oh, they all, like, assaulted me or did something and I had to kill them for my safety. And then later she was like, yeah, I fucking lied. I think that's what, like, most of, like, the girls do. Well, I did this because I was sexually assaulted. Yeah. Like, just because you're a girl doesn't mean, like, it's... Well, that's just, like, um... What the fuck is his name? The Genesee River Killer? Mm. How he was like, well, they did this, so I had to kill them. They did this, so I had to kill them. Like, it's just making excuses for what you did. No, you did it yeah. because you're a piece of shit. Like, Eileen, you had no reason to murder these men. None. Like, they were living their lives. You were out of ass, and it just... They were paying you for what you were working for. It's not like they, you know... It's not like they were sexually assaulting you. You literally do that <laughs> You agreed to it, yeah. yeah. So... I don't, I don't know why she chose to start killing people. Some people are just... She's seen Brad and just... Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's strange because most, like, most serial killers, like, they use their hands. You know what I mean? Like, to murder. Like, Ted Not Bundy, like the, the River Killer. What is his fucking name? I don't know. Arthur. Arthur. Arthur Shawcross. Ah, you right. That was yeah. the freaky, creepy dude. <laughs> yeah, with the chin. Dude, you said his name and all the pictures just literally slideshowed in my head. I could see his face, but I couldn't remember his name. But, like, generally, most murderers, serial killers specifically, like, they use their hands. But she was just shooting people. Which, I mean, obviously is still awful, but, like, I don't know. Not creative. Well, women tend to not be as, like, violent, quote-unquote, as men. So it's like they're going to choose something, like, like poisoning. Most most women choose poisoning. Bitch way out. Um, because you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you, you just poison it. Yeah. But like obviously men are tend to be more like men killers tend to be more violent, like mm-hmm. strangling, stabbing, like all of that crazy Drawing shit. Drawing on their body. <sighs> Tic tac toe. <laughs> but I don't know. Eileen's an asshole, so <laughs> um after a decade on death row, Eileen fired her appeals lawyers who were working to get her a stay of execution. So they were, like, working to, like, 
help her not get fucking what's the word executed i was gonna say prosecuted and i was like no she's already been prosecuted um they were working to help her like stay on death row longer mm-hmm. and she fired them so i guess she just thought that you know i'm not making it out i did what i did just go ahead and let it go i mean she's been it it's been put off for 10 years at this point you could keep going forever see i would make them jokers sit in there and just rot it out because killing them you give them the easy way out i don't see the point yeah i would make them that's why like i'm kind of iffy on the death penalty for a lot of different reasons but mainly because they're getting the easy way out there was this one movie i seen though they realized like after they killed him that he didn't really that he was innocent yeah yeah was it the one with the three kids there was one i seen with three kids and with the fire heater um, I'll have to say. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of cases where um, that's why a lot of states don't do the death penalty anymore because there's been so many people who were convicted and then put to death and then new evidence came out and realized that they weren't guilty. So you kill this person for no reason. Yeah, pretty much. But you're putting these people in prison and then you're killing them. So they're not even like... Is it legal here in Florida or no? no I'm no. pretty sure. I'm not sure. It might as well be all these freaking murderers here. Out of all of the states, I think Florida is definitely one that it's still legal. I can I'm, move. I'm unsure, though. I'm not sure. I know we talked about it in, like, 12th grade, but I don't fucking remember. Um, but it's, like, make these people sit there and, like, think about it. Mm-hmm. Rot that shit out. <clears throat> but, I mean, most of them don't fucking care. So, it's not like they're sitting in there feeling guilty. They're just in there. But, so... Court-appointed attorneys argued that comments Eileen made suggested that she was very disconnected from reality. So they're like, yo, this chick, (laughs) she's in space. (laughs) Like, so in April of 2002, the the Supreme Court ruled that Eileen was able to fire her attorneys. So there was like, uh, they were like, no, like, she's not, like, connected to reality. Like, she should not be able to fire her attorneys. Like, you know, whatever. But the court was like, nah. She's fine. Absolutely not. In early October of 2002, Florida State Governor lifted Eileen's temporary stay of execution after three psychiatrists deemed Eileen's mentally competent to understand the death penalty and reasons for its implementation. Yeah, so they... She was evaluated by three different psychiatrists and they all agreed that she was mentally competent and that she could understand like what she did was wrong she could understand the death penalty and why it's needed or why it's being used so she's pretty intelligent other than killing people well it's not about intelligence it's about being like uh being competent psychologically like she's not insane she's not um you know, like, she can't use the insanity offense saying that she didn't understand that her crimes were wrong. Yeah, that was the, what, uh, what was the guy that did that? That was Tyler Hadley's, right? Tyler Hadley was evaluated. Um, the Twilight murders, they were both evaluated. Um, Richard, no, Philip, who killed his teacher, he was, mm-hmm. he was evaluated. Um, I mean, a lot of people who get, I'm. Tyler was the one that you showed me the video recording. Yes, we played the recordings in the video. Yeah. But they were like, nah, she's good. She understands what she did was fucking wrong. So Eileen was executed by lethal injection on October 9th, 2002 at Florida State Prison. She was 46 years old. And this is the same prison that Ted was executed in 1989 when he was 43. 
Isn't that weird? But he, he had the um, electric chair. Old Sparky. That's what it was called. <laughs> How can you even, like, just fix your glasses to say that? That's because I got my new glasses. That's why I've been touching them the whole time because it's hurting my ear. Only my right ear, though. So I keep, like, adjusting them because it fucking hurts. Eileen's last words were, I like to say, I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back. Like Independence Day with Jesus, June 6th, like the movie Big Mothership and all. I'll be back. What the hell? Homegirl was definitely disconnected from reality because what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? I know. I was reading that with like confusion. I'm like, what? Do you know how long it took me to type that because it just did not make any sense? No, that's why I was reading it like I was in freaking kindergarten. I don't know what that means. Does she mean the rock? Like, is it a rock? Dwayne Johnson? Dude, that's what I thought, too, when I said sailing with the rock. We need to stop laughing. We're going to hell. <laughs> We're already going to hell. Um, so, Eileen's rem- remains... <sighs> I don't know how to write. Eileen's remains were cremated and scattered by a tree in Michigan. So, yeah. I don't know if that's where she wanted her remains scattered, but that's what they did with them. Who scattered them? You're supposed to know these things. I think the... I don't fucking know. <laughs> See, it wasn't her kid, though. So her kid gave her up for adoption. It wasn't her grandma or grandpa. Was her parents still alive? Probably not. Well, her dad killed himself. And then her mom... I don't know where her mom went. She just abandoned her kids. Um, I think, like, the law enforcement would, I think... I'm not sure. I know that, like, normal people who are not murderers when they die, if they get cremated, their remains are given to their families. Yeah. But I think when you are in prison and you're executed, I think that the authorities handle your remains. I'm going to have to do research on that. I'm going to look it up so we can discuss it next yes, episode. My, mom. my mom's a human Google, bro. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, because I know that someone scattered Teddy Boy in the woods, in the mountains, where he used to take his victims, so I don't know who the fuck did that. <laughs> so, Eileen scored a 32 out of 40 on a psychopathy, I think it's psychopathy, it's either psychopathy or psychopathy. I think it's psychopathy. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I don't fucking care. So, on the checklist. <laughs> well, is that good or bad? The cutoff was 30. So that's horrible. So. Not horrible. Yeah, to determine. And she also met the criteria for borderline personality disorder and antisocial personality disorder. So she had a lot going on mentally. Clearly. Definitely think she was a psychopath. Um, Not all serial killers are psychopaths, obviously. But. Still to this day, though, they don't know if. What's her name was a part? Miss T? I don't know. They might, but she was given that deal. So she oh, couldn't be charged right. because she made an agreement to avoid prosecution. Yeah, she probably so, said that, yeah, I'll give you evidence of anything you want. Just don't put shit on my name. So I don't know if she actually was involved. Because once the reports that came out that were like, we're looking for these two women, she fled. She was out. So did you flee because you were like, oh shit, my girlfriend is a murderer? Or did you flee because you were like, oh shit, we're going to get caught? But then why wouldn't you take her with you? Like, why would you leave her there? It probably would have, I don't know, it probably would have seemed like, you know, she deuced out. So when she left and her girlfriend went with her, like, the murders just went with her. 
I don't know, probably would have tagged, like, the murders with her if she would have taken her girlfriend with her. But she got all free since she didn't take her with her. If that makes sense. In my head, it made perfect sense. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, a lot of people attribute her crimes to the trauma and abuse that she endured throughout her life. So, they use the, like, nature versus nurture. This girl had no nurturing at all. Which is not an excuse to murder people. I was say, I feel like that's what they say about all the murderers. Is that they were, like, abused growing up. So, that's why well, they were killing people. most of them, yeah, they have, like, traumatic experience. Uh, or, like, something, like, in their past. Some of them don't. Some of them are raised perfectly fine. And they just turn out to be killers. I have to sneeze. That's, like, not coming out. I didn't help. <laughs> but if you didn't, like how you were like treated growing up why would you just go and treat somebody else like that i guess they could feel like what you went through so that's the thing because there's been studies where people like they're raised in the same environment and one one person does this <laughs> i'm just saying wait for the next my nose is like runny um like, there are people, you're raised in the same environment, mm-hmm. but one person turns out to be, like, a wonderful person, and the other person turns out to be, like, this horrible person. So, it's not always nature versus nurture. It's not always your environment. It's just, sometimes there's just something wrong with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Sometimes, yeah, this person was abused, this person was this, so they do it to other people. Or sometimes they grow up, they have a fantastic life, they're, like, it's great, like, there's nothing, like, out of character, or, you know, they just are this monster. I think people just want to have a reason. You know what I mean? Like, a reason as to why she did this. I don't think there's, like, a legit reason to kill somebody. That'd be like if I just got up and stabbed the shit out of you and just said, well, you know, you looked at me sideways and I just... Oh my god. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's no, like, legitimate reason. No, I mean, yeah. But I think that a lot of people just want a reason. So they're like, well, she was abused. She had a traumatic life. So this is what happens. But it's like, that's not... You're right. Like, that's not the excuse. Like, that's not okay. There are plenty of people who have terrible lives and are abused and have trauma and... They don't kill people. Like, Mm -hmm. there are other ways to work through that. Like, just because you were abused doesn't mean you have to abuse other people. Yeah. Um, Unless they're trying to take out, like, their trauma or something on somebody else. But that's... like, they have it, like, all built up and, like, they see one person and, like, they might, like, they probably don't mean to, like, kill the first one. It probably just, like, their adrenaline's running. And then they like it. And then they just, like, like how it feels. Yeah. they go and kill somebody But that's not an excuse. (laughs) I don't know. I couldn't even think to, like, do that. Dude, I can barely watch a dog's eyes close on freaking Stop. Marley and me. <laughs> I have a tear in my eye. <laughs> Let alone seeing someone's, like... Like, you gotta think, like, that's someone's, like, father, mother, like... Like, there's something. They're not just yeah. your damn punching bag. Yeah. I, I could not kill anybody. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. I Like I said, I think people just want a reason, so they're like, this is the reason. But again, it's not a reason, so shut up. <laughs> she killed people because she sucks. That's the reason. Yeah, that's Like, there is no reason for you to be killing these people. Like, I don't understand. None at all. So I, and then to, like, the way that serial killers make excuses, like, oh, well, this happened, so I had to do it. Or, like, Ted Bundy, I was mad. Uh, bitch, I get mad on a daily basis. You don't see me stabbing people. Like I just fight with children. I think though that um Eileen definitely had some mental issues and that is why she killed people, but th- that's still not an excuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like again, there are plenty of people who have mental instabilities or mental illnesses and they're not murderers. So I think it's I think it's a mix of 
everything for her. There's, you know, mentally something wrong. Her life was traumatic. So it just... Just gave her something basically to fall back yeah. on with the rest of it. So there have been several movies and shows about Eileen, of course. Um, one of the most popular is the 2003 film called Monster, where Charlie's Theron plays um, Eileen in the depiction of her life and crimes. I've never seen it. I haven't either. I saw the, the picture of the movie on the internet, but I've never watched it. Um, apparently, it's very good. A lot of people like it. They think that the actress did a, a terrific job. I do want to watch it to see how they depict the girlfriend, though. You know what I mean? What do they have it on? I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, you can find anything on YouTube. They got movies on there. I <laughs> they just look kind of shitty. Um, An American Horror Story Season 5 Hotel also features Eileen. And um, we talked about American Horror Story in our last episode about the Black Dahlia. Did you find it? That's what she looks like? Let me see. Ew. Yeah. Ew. She had scars on her face because apparently a fire scarred her face when she was young. I don't know why she was in a fire, but... Pluto TV, Voodoo, Redbox, Crackle, Plex, Freebie. And Amazon Prime has it for free. <laughs> the first few sounded kind of sketchy. Pluto TV? No. You, you were like voodoo, Roku, voodoo. blue, blue. <laughs> voodoo. Oh, did I say Roku? I'm going to say Redbox. <laughs> no, maybe you did say Redbox. And Crackle? I don't know what the heck any of that is. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck is that? Do people still use Redbox? That's the like the little vending machine thing? Yeah. By 7-Elevens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watch Pluto TV and i've used pluto tv before freebie but freebie gives you all these type of damn i'm gonna watch it on youtube it's four dollars on youtube friend you better go to amazon prime i could find it for free i watched all the halloween movies on amazon prime it's for free is it free mm-hmm. okay i'll watch it on amazon prime i'll watch it tonight in the dark <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> Weird. so we talked about american horror story last episode i was gonna say last season last episode on the black dahlia um, and I, I talked about season five hotel, but I couldn't remember which hotel it was based on. It's based on the Cecil hotel. You know, I'm going to have to, <sighs> he can stay out there. He's telling a summary of the American horror stories. I'm going to be like, mom, I'm going to have to take you to Alicia's or, you know what? You can just come to mom's to make you some dinner. <laughs> she can talk about murder with me. She will, mom watches American horror story. I don't <clears throat> watch it. Dude, you should see my room. My room's like a freaking disco ball. You know how many lights I have on in the <laughs> I hate lights. No. I like to sit in the dark. I have a palm tree that like sits right by the window. As soon as it scratches, I'm up. Like, oh, I'm up. No, I get so scared. Well, anyway. So in that season, it's based on the Cecil Hotel where uh, real life crimes took place and many serial killers stayed there. Um, so in that season, it briefly shows obviously an actress playing Eileen. Um, and they talk about her a little bit. They might talk about her in other seasons, too. I'm not sure. I just know specifically it was this season. You should watch American Horror Story. I like it. Well, we have a summer party? Yeah, we can have a summer party. The freaking couch is big enough, bro. I know. Just don't leave me in the middle of the night. <laughs> Where am I going to go? Uh, to your room. I'm going to have to tell your son to scoot over because I'm going to go cuddle him. Just scoot over a little bit. I'm just going to lay in your room. We sleep on the couch every night. Okay. Well. I shouldn't tell people that. <laughs> These Bear. people learn so much about your life. He wants to say bye to everybody. They learn too much about my life. I have to stop talking. I'm going to have to end the podcast. <laughs> we'll be back. We're taking a break. Because Alicia doesn't want to shut up. <laughs> 
So anyway, Sierra, now you know about a woman serial killer. Well, you know about a few because I gave you a little listy list. Yeah, but that's so weird. Killed five children with her partner. No, I could never be with someone to be like, hey, I'm going to go kill some children. You want to go? I want to know how these people have these conversations. How are you comfortable enough with someone to be like, do you know what I want to do? And they're like, uh, play golf? And you're like, no, murder children. No, like, what I, the fuck? How do, and then the other person is like. I want to pick up that knife right there and go stab somebody. And then the other person is like, oh, me too. Like, no. I would be like, 911, hello. Go and get a Baker Act. Is that what it's called, right? Baker Act? Yes. Well, yeah. I don't know if they had that back then. They must have, though, right? Um, Like, I just want to know how these people find each other. Because that's like, so Carla Homoka and her partner and then... Myra Henley and her partner, like, how did you guys decide that this is what you like to do? And you, like, I don't, it's so weird to me when serial killers find other serial killers and they, like, do shit together. Because how do you, how do you even start this conversation? I don't even know. Like, I get scared telling you some stuff being, like, friend. And you text back, yes, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, um, okay, um, well, I had something to say, but now I forgot. Now I'm scared. You've never told me that you want to murder people. So, I mean, that's a plus. (laughs) You're welcome. I don't know. Anyway, we are going to do John Wayne Gacy soon, but I'm going to wait a little bit because I don't like to do serial killers back to back. Let me know. I'm going to wear my little pajamas. I didn't get my pajamas today because you only said it was a couple pages. I'm like, yes, I got to get all comfy for that. I'm not in a nightgown today. I know. I was waiting for you to tell me a work story. Did your friend come back and visit you this week? No. (laughs) I don't have any fun work stories from this week, I don't think. Yeah, no, no fun stories. I didn't tell anyone at work about murder. Look at you. Proud of myself. I went five days. No, I mean, at work. I told, like, personal friends murder facts. I was going to say, does employees count? Does Andrew count? No, I mean, like, strangers (laughs) or patients. (laughs) I compose myself. I tell Andrew murder facts every day. I'm sure he loves it. He asks me every week when I'm doing my little research. He's like, who are you doing? And I tell him, and he's like, who's that? And I'm like, do you really want me to tell you, or are you just asking to be nice? Because <laughs> I could tell you. I gave up asking, because then after you tell me, I, like, Google search them. But then I don't get, like, too into the search. I just read, like, the Wikipedia part. And then I'm yeah. like, yeah. but I know <laughs> Why are you reading have... Wikipedia? <laughs> well, because that's the first thing that popped up when I typed up, uh, god dang, brain fart. Uh, Black Dahlia? Yes. I always want to call her Delilah. Delilah. Um, when I went to go um, look hers up, that's the first thing that popped up was her picture and the Wikipedia. Yeah, it's always like Wikipedia. Or something like but that. Wikipedia is so inaccurate. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't read it. Um, anyway, I don't know who we're going to do next week. I'm going to start my research tomorrow, so I'll dream about it tonight. <laughs> as long as it's not Ted, we're good. Okay? But um, anyway, watch John Walsh. I think his show is still happening. Um. What else were we telling people? <laughs> don't DV, uh, don't watch it on something DVR. Oh, you, you can, can DVR it, or you can watch it on Hulu the next day. Dude, we out of it today. I don't know what's going on. I think today. it's because it's Friday. It's Friday. We're, we're not used to recording on normal. <laughs> we're not used to recording on Fridays. Um. Um. You can follow us on TikTok. Our TikToks have been getting a lot of views I lately. Know, I see the one on uh, Bryce. Bryce's Bryce lost yes. pizza, and then the back. Blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah. 
The Black Dahlia. They have both got over like 2,000 views and people are like saving that shit. We got a bunch of new followers. We got a new review on Apple. We did? We I don't did. see them on Apple. I look at them. I look for them. Because I was going to say, when you send insane. them, I just hit play and I stick it in my ear and I go about my business. Oh, I'm on the podcast all, all the time because I'm I'm listening to other podcasts, but like I'll check ours and see if we got any new ratings. We have I think nine five star ratings, mm-hmm. and nine like um I think four like reviews where people actually wrote stuff. <clears throat> the newest one we got said that who um they binged all of our episodes and they really like our discussions. Oh um, Doctor G wants to know when she's coming for one of these. I gotta find a good case for her. You better do the John one, because I'm gonna be, like, stuck in the blues on that one, like I was with Ted. Like, I know some <laughs> stuff, but not a lot. I think you know more about John Wayne Gacy than you knew about Ted Besides Bundy. Besides, he was a clown and got sent... Ooh, I almost fought your dog, because I didn't know it was touching my leg. I forgot he was in here. What else would be touching <laughs> You see me put my fist up? Ted? I was fight something in here. I'm sorry. We said Sarah. Ted too many times. <laughs> you said his name too many times. <laughs> Anyway, so you can follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. That's all we have. Anyway, we hope you liked this episode and thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.